A warning. We are going to touch, literally, on some adult themes. You are amazeballs. Sometimes we could all use a hug and have someone tell us that we're amazeballs. Hmm. What if it was more than a hug? What if it was a full-on cuddle, completely platonic, no funny business? And what if you had to pay for it, like 60 bucks an hour? This is happening in Portland, Oregon at a company called Cuddle Up To Me. I went there. I even did a group cuddle with several complete strangers. Did I tell my husband about this? (laughs) Absolutely. I know what you're probably thinking, because I thought the same thing. How hard has it been for you to convey that this is not about sex? It's taken years. She's pretty convincing. I mean, she even got me to roar. Roar! Roar! (laughs) Hi, it's Jane Wells with another episode of CNBC Strange Success. And this one puts the weird in the city slogan, Keep Portland Weird. But unlike other bizarre businesses we profiled, being a professional cuddler has not made Samantha Hess a millionaire yet. She's still trying to break six figures, but the business has survived six years and it's growing, showing that this really is a business, at least in Portland, and one of the strangest entrepreneurial endeavors ever. Before we get into how a nice girl from Portland ended up spending hours with strangers cuddling up to them, not for sex, I'm going to explain how Cuddle Up To Me actually works, because I know you have a lot of questions. I certainly did. I still kind of do. Come in here with me. Cuddle Up To Me is located in a really small office complex, and when you arrive for the first time, you have to go through a 20 to 30 minute orientation and a three-page agreement outlining do's and don'ts. So the legal boundaries for professional cuddling is you cannot give massage. So we don't actually try and manipulate people's muscles. Uh, And then we cannot offer anything sexually explicit, which I didn't want to do anyway. And you have to be clothed. You have to be fully clothed, yes, yeah. You can't just be like in underwear or something. You have to be in a minimum of workout shorts and a tank top. Mm. There's no sexual intention or touch allowed. Touch is only to be given and received in, with non-sexual intent and outside of bikini zones. You can't actually touch lips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can touch noses. Uh, outside of that, it's, it's really basic things like hygiene. You have to make sure that you're, you've got freshly laundered clothes, that you're not um, smelling like cigarette smoke, things like that. There are people who come into this and think it's a front or a cover for something else and you know like I had one gentleman who came in and read through all the paperwork and was like oh yeah 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 totally no problem Uh uh-huh uh-huh but then as we did our consultation and he really came to understand that it actually was exactly what I said it was he made up some excuse about forgetting his ID in the car and never (laughs) came back Customers also discuss their preferences, like, I want to talk, or don't touch my hair. They can choose between a male or female cuddler, and same-sex cuddling between straight people is not uncommon, even among men. Then you pick a cuddle room. Themes range from tropical to a blacked-out starlit galaxy room. And in our studio here, we require that every session be filmed as well for the safety of both parties. We don't record audio, but people have to be okay with us recording what happens to help keep everybody in line. (laughs) Have you ever had a problem? You know, 
there's been some challenging moments, certainly. There's been people who have blatantly crossed boundaries, of course. Um, but I believe that people are owed the right to learn this new skill. Uh, what about the unintentional sexual arousal? How often does that happen and how do you handle it? So arousal happens once in a while. Uh, it's really not very common. It's it's something that, you know, it's it's like a sneeze. You can't always control these things happening a lot, you know? <laughs> and so the ways that we deal with that are either to have conversations around it if people want to open up and explore what's going on so that we can talk them through how to handle that appropriately and how to deal with that in their regular everyday life as well to make everyone feel comfortable. Hess has created dozens of cuddle poses, and she's given them names like Lazy Boy, the Cannoli, Nesting Dolls, and the Gummy Worm. What's your favorite pose? My favorite would probably be Gummy Worm. So I asked Samantha Hess to cuddle me with the Gummy Worm. I was totally nervous. In order to kind of break the ice and to help people dive into this world of vulnerability, okay, I'll say, like, okay... I can see you're uncomfortable. Do you want to play dinosaurs? What the? Play dinosaurs? <laughs> this is the part where she gets me to roar. Okay, I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to ask you to, to roar like a dinosaur. Okay? okay, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm Ready? uncomfortable. Yeah. Roar! Roar! <laughs> roar! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then instantly, for one... You're not going to get aroused. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Sex has left the room. Yes. Two, you feel very vulnerable. Yes. And three, I'm now going to hold you. To make me feel better. And yeah. And so she did. Don't be afraid. I won't bite. Okay. I'm going to have you lift up your arm and I'm going to wrap around you. Oh my goodness. The gummy worm is a head-to-toe, side-by-side pose with our arms and legs intertwined. You should be able to hear my heartbeat if you get in close. I do. Oh, wow. Then I try to relax with Samantha Hess wrapped around me. So what's going through your mind during this? Uh, I keep my thoughts focused on you, so I'm sending you affirmations. I appreciate you. You're important. You matter. Hmm. You smell like summer dawn. I, I can't believe how relaxed I am. It was not as weird as I expected. I mean, it was weird, but not bad. I really did relax. It was nice. Maybe she has a special gift to make you feel comfortable in a non-threatening, non-sexual embrace. Who is this woman? How did this happen, even in a place as weird as Portland? <laughs> so for me, this happened when I divorced my ex-husband. We were high school sweethearts together for almost 13 years. And most of that I spent in a touch desert, totally opposite needs for touch. And it devastated my world. I spent years trying to figure out if I could make that work for me. And turns out that's not a possible way for me to live my life. Samantha Hess needed a hug in the worst way. She'd grown up in a household of artists. She liked touch. And when she couldn't get it from her husband, she left. It was really challenging to, to go out there and then 
to immediately recognize that this need that I have for touch is being superseded by all of my friends' needs to hit on me. <laughs> ah. It's within the first two weeks of leaving a 13-year relationship, I had like 25 different people on my Facebook page like ask me out on a date. I was oblivious. I had no idea this was going to happen. And so... By the way, Samantha Hess is cute. So being hit on isn't surprising, except it was a surprise to her. And she wasn't looking for sex. What were you doing for a living at the time? So I was an installation coordinator at a security company. Oh, that sounds exciting. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> this all started when I was on Facebook one day and I read this article that had the free hugs guy, this little sign at the Saturday market, and he gets punked. Deluxe hugs, $2. And my first thought is, I would totally pay a guy to hug me and not get a boner. That would be amazing. <laughs> so when all of my male friends reach out for romantic interests and I have platonic interests, there's, there's no way I can say yes to anything because I don't want to lead anybody on. And so this, this concept of the deluxe hugs for $2, it really got me because I was instantly like, okay, if somebody comes up to me on the street and it's like, here, have a free cookie, I'm like, gonna question everything about that. I'm like, what? why are you giving this to me? What's in it? What's in it for you? But if somebody is selling cookies, I immediately know what their intention is, you know? I know what they get out of it. And so I can trust that. In 2013, Samantha Hess decided she was going to offer to cuddle people for money. So basically, I told my friends that I found my dream job. What did they say? <laughs> I said I was crazy. What are you talking about? You can't do that. That's not a thing. And I was like, you know what? If anybody can make that a thing, it's me. And I'm going to do this. Uh, lucky for me, my best friend and roommate at that point said, you're crazy, but that's totally you. Do it. <laughs> and her mom was a lawyer, so she helped me figure out all the business stuff and make sure it was actually a legal business. And I Tell me about the legal implications of starting a business like this. This gray area where there's no laws around like holding people. Um, and it doesn't actually fit with massage, and it doesn't actually fit with sex work, and it's not any of these other things. Like, it's its own category that doesn't yet exist. And so the only laws that I needed to follow were the standard laws for any business. She spent six months teaching herself to make a website, and then she made flyers and posted them on telephone poles all over town. The whole thing cost less than 500 bucks to get started. The most amazing thing happened. I put these all up around, like, you know, a huge radius near me. And somebody in the neighborhood found it, found my website, loved it. They printed it all out and posted my website outside their house for people to find out about. And a writer for the Oregonian ended up going by and tweeting a picture of this and then reached out to me. He spent two months researching, contacting the local police and like figuring out everything about this. Uh, and then he gave me like two hours notice before the story went live after two months of research. And within seven days, I had 10,000 emails. I was booked solid for two months straight and I was working 90 to 100 hours with traveling and consultations and actually trying to answer emails and everything. Like I was literally eating almonds like out of my car because there wasn't time for real food. <laughs> So in the beginning, uh, there were certainly plenty of inappropriate emails. Um, I mean, crazy things that people would offer or request and 
Like, I, I went so far as someone uh, asked me to join their harem. <laughs> but I had somebody offer me a, a brand new car. <laughs> I've had three marriage proposals <laughs> in doing this work, all within the first year before I learned how to communicate better. Tell me about the very first person you cuddled professionally. What ha who was it? What was that like? It was so funny in the beginning. I had no idea how to do any of this. There wasn't anybody to like turn to to ask questions. And so I just had to go off the cuff. And in order for me to feel comfortable going into someone's home, I made this, this poor man sit there for like an hour and a half with me, tell me his whole life story and everything about him so that I feel, felt like I could trust him. Now I can figure it out in 10 minutes, you know, no big deal. I know how to read people now. Uh, <laughs> but back then it took forever. Hess says that first year she was cuddling people up to eight hours a day, with the average session ranging from 90 minutes to three hours. In the beginning, she was even doing overnights with strangers. She'd make house calls or they would cuddle in public parks or in movie theaters. Movie theaters? Yeah, in the Northwest, we have these great theaters where they actually have like um, living room theaters where you can go in and they have these big couches that have ottomans. You can basically like lay down and watch a movie. <laughs> That's so Portland. It's so cool, yeah. <laughs> she started getting more media attention. I even interviewed her back when the whole thing began. The producers from America's Got Talent invited her on the show, and she made it to the second round, cuddling on national television with Nick Cannon and a clearly uncomfortable Neil Patrick Harris. For most people, platonic touch as an adult doesn't really happen. We understand that cuddling leads to sex, and that's what our neuropathways are trained for. So for a lot of people, this is a whole new experience. We're opening a whole new world for them. First full-year revenues in 2014 were only $28,000. By 2016, she was making eighty-nine grand and finally found a retail space. So in order to actually move into a retail space, it took me nine months, eight rejections, over 200 hours of, of phone calls and emails and searches because no real estate agent would even talk to me. The only place that accepted us uh, charged us way more than I wanted to pay, but it was either that or do nothing. And uh, I wish that I'd had a little bit more knowledge in searching for the right retail space because I had to go three years without a salary. She has since moved to a new space where she's profitable and taking a salary. Samantha Hess has five partners who've invested in the business to help it grow, but at a price. So we started with 40000 uh, and I ended up giving up like 40% of my company for that. It's knowing like a shark tank. Know, yeah, knowing what I know now, there's no way I would have done that. But <laughs> as a young, stupid kid who's like, ah, oh, who knows if this will actually go anywhere, why not? Uh, <laughs> But Hess is happy. Her touch has touched lives. She tells me about one customer who has given her permission to disclose her story. She's such a sweet person. She is on uh, the autistic spectrum. She's a college professor, incredibly smart. Lots of trauma in her life that she's had to overcome. When she first came to me, she hadn't dated in a decade. And within two years of our sessions, she had actually started dating and was able to recover from a breakup that before had devastated her world so, so much that she had taken almost a whole decade off of dating. And it was so beautiful to see her learn to cope and to get positive platonic touch without having to have romance included. It opened up her whole life to be able to be safe in so many situations. So who are these people who come for cuddles? 
Who are the cuddlers Samantha Hess has hired, trained, and shared her vision with? All right, everybody. <laughs> How y'all doing? Remember in the beginning, I said I participated in a group cuddle? I thought it would be more awkward. The group cuddle happens in a big room with a wall-to-wall sprawling bed covered with pillows, blankets, and stuffed animals. It's like the ultimate slumber party room for an eight-year-old. On the day I visited, I met eight people. Three were Hess's trained cuddlers, two women and one man named Tim, who's married. Uh, I talked to my wife about it, and she was like, you you should definitely do this. Really? Uh, and it really encouraged me um, to explore this. The other five people were customers. There was only one woman. She's young and goes by the name Crash. She's on a local roller derby team, and she's trying to learn to be more affectionate. The men, all in their 40s or early 50s, are single, divorced, or in between relationships. And I became terrified of the idea of being that vulnerable to anybody. Here is what some of these men told me. A man named Richard is divorced and new to Portland when we met. He'd read about Samantha's business in the local paper, and while the idea, quote, terrified him at first, he decided to give it a try. He told me, I don't want to live by myself. I want to have relationships, and I think that over the time I've been here, I've become less standoffish and sending fewer conflicting vibes. Then there's a man named David who says he loves cuddling, but he's currently not dating anyone. Quote, I come here when I want to feel loved. He says, I've been in love a number of times, but there hasn't been a lot of safety in that love. David calls the cuddling sessions Dayquil. Quote, they don't take away the problem, but I can get through the day. Because our society kind of makes men this, like, box where they're not allowed to feel anything. You know, they have to, like, tough it up and, like, be hard and... You know, you're not allowed to cry. But here, you can come in and nobody has to know. You can go and literally just cry and have another man support you in that. And that's a beautiful thing. We have some ideas that are more than ideas that are going to be just, we like to win. Do we like to win? By the way, Samantha Hess says Donald Trump has been great for business. A lot of people in Portland feel they need a hug since the 2016 election. And not just in Portland. Hess is now growing the business with a professional cuddler certification program she's created, which includes a subscription-based online training portal, and it's the fastest-growing part of her company. Last fall, she spoke at the world's first professional cuddling expo in Chicago. She has a book out called Touch, the Power of Human Connection, and she's working on a second one tentatively titled Confessions of Professional Cuddling. And good news. Samantha Hess has a boyfriend, a guy who understands her own need to cuddle and who doesn't mind that she cuddles other people for a living. There has been no doubt in my mind about this from that first day that I was like, I'm in business. This is it. This is not a novelty, a job, or a career. This is my life's work, and it starts today. What was the hardest part? So the hardest part was probably getting it to be seen as legitimate. I mean, it, this is something that people didn't know about when I started. There, there had been some other professional cuddlers out there who were uh, well known for this, um, but it was not socially accepted as uh, a legitimate practice. People may still not really understand it, but Samantha Hess isn't finished yet. We all go through moments in life where we feel unloved, unappreciated, or just plain invisible. And when those moments hit, I want people to have a safe place to go. Are you ready? Sure.
my goal is to change the world one hog at a time. Well, I hope you feel better now. Thanks for listening to this episode of CNBC's Strange Success. The podcast is written and produced by me, Jane Wells, along with producers Candace Goldman, Ellen Egith, and Nate Skid. Editing and mixing by Candace Goldman. I'll be back next week with the story of a guy who turned his life around from drugs and thoughts of suicide and created something which made me sick. Really sick. Well, because I liked hurting people. No pain, no gain.